Hi, everyone. Welcome to episode 76 of the Because Why Not podcast. 76. I love that number. I was born in 1976. It's the spirit of 76. I love it. Um, thanks for being here. I love that you're here. I love you for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast. Pass it along to someone you think would enjoy it. Leave a review. Help me become found by more people and increasing listenership means more and better episodes. And I just love doing this for you. So thank you for being here with me today. Hope you liked the episode. Thanks for listening and be well, stay cool. Hope summer's on its way out for you. Bye. Hi, my friends. Thanks for being here. Well, I wouldn't have blamed you if you'd given up on me because I've gone almost four weeks without another episode after taking a summer break. And I wanted to sneak in another one here in August before the month is up and September comes tomorrow. I can't believe it. I really have taken um, a big break this summer from things sort of all things related to all kinds of work. And it's been really good for me to be so focused on my family as I shared in the last episode. Um, And I hope that you've been able to focus on yourselves too, in whatever ways feel good to you. But I will also say or and I will also say that I am excited to focus more on my own stuff and I feel ready and it's such a reminder and an example in real time of the fact that when we really listen to what we need again, which I was talking about in episode 75, when we really listen to what we need, what our hearts need, what our minds and bodies and spirits need and we really act on that, it has such a restorative effect on ourselves. And when we push that away and disregard or don't listen to what we need and continue to charge on and push forward, despite knowing that we are disregarding what we need, it can have such a harmful and detrimental effect on us. And really, this is something that I have to work on all the time, which is practicing what I preach. And I find that every time I do really pay attention to what I know to be true for me, it has such positive outcomes. Um, And I just reap really positive rewards. And, um, And so for me, the prime example of this this summer has been listening to what I need in terms of stepping back from all of my hustle related to all of my work and just just trying to be and be with my family. And I'm very thankful that I've had the opportunity to do that. Um, I was going to say have the luxury to do that, but you know, it's not that my life is luxurious, even though I'm not working 60 hours a week or 40 hours a week or even 20 hours a week. I mean, that is an opportunity I've had is to have more time with my family. And that is very, very nice. But, but any of us know 
knows who are raising young kids and, you know, living this life, it's, there's always some kind of hustle. There's always some kind of challenge. And, you know, I speak so openly with you here about that and, and, and my aging mother who has Alzheimer's and my children who are seven and nine and require a lot from me, um, you know, and it's very draining and overwhelming, even though I have an amazing husband and he's such a devoted, caring, involved father. But just being a human in the world right now is challenging, no matter what your lot in life is, no matter what your job is, no matter how much money you have in the bank, no matter what opportunities you have. Um, there's a lot that's challenging right now. And I don't have to tell you what that is. I won't make a laundry list. I think a lot of the things are the same for us. And a lot of the things are different, um, depending on who we are. But we are always facing challenges. So the reason I say this and bring this up in this way is that I think it's even more important now that we listen to what we need. We have to care for ourselves. We have to be good stewards of our own lives and really not just go out and get what we want and, you know, get the things and build the things and bring home the bacon and, you know, get the accolades, but really get what we need, which is time and space and inner peace and, um, you know, to name a few little things, inner peace, um, clarity, connection. Those are big, huge things. And they take an effort. They take effort to, to find and to achieve. Those are the ultimate achievements, right? Freedom and inner peace. And how do we get those? How do we get those? We get those by really paying attention to what we need and acting on that, whatever that looks like for us. So for me, I needed to step back and get quiet after nine months of tremendous hustle in my life, career-wise and family-wise, um, and just having so much go on where I was running myself ragged 16 hours a day. Uh, for however many months without a break, really, um, it took a toll on me. And I think I experienced my own form of burnout again, which I've spoken about having experienced after 20 plus years of event planning, I experienced tremendous burnout, um, which ultimately was one of the things that led me into coaching. But even with my first two years of coaching and all the hustle associated with business development and new clients and just new identity, new sense of purpose or additional identities and senses of purpose, um, I, I may have reached burnout a little bit with that, too. And all the other things I was doing, because I have a tendency to just go, 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 go. And so many of us do as busy working women and moms. So yeah, it's just so important that when we have that inner voice that we are willing to, we all have it, right? But when we're willing to tap into and listen to and really hear and act on our inner voice and what it's saying to us, um, it's incredibly meaningful and really life-changing. And I say that in a very 
real way not to, you know, use this phrase that has become so trite about it's life changing, you know, or live your best life. Like really when we pay attention to what we need and act on it, um, things feel different. They just feel different. And you may need to listen to it for three days or for, for me, like over two months, um, you do what you can within the world you're living. And maybe you take 10 minutes, as I always say, 10 minutes a day, but whatever that is, you've got to listen to what you need, switch your job and your relationship, start exercising, take on something new, plan that vacation, get your hair cut, dye your hair, end a friendship, start a friendship, get on the dating site, have a baby, switch schools, whatever it is. You know, what? what is that inner voice that is telling you to do something? What is it saying to you? So the other thing I wanted to say about that is that when you give yourself what you need, you're able to have a whole different perspective on life. That's really what I've been experiencing. When I allowed myself to take a break from having my head down and just pushing forward and doing a million things every day because I felt I had to, and to a degree, I did have to with many things that were happening at once, and that happens so often to so many of us that we have no choice. We have to just keep going. But when we do give ourselves the time and the space to take a pause, things look different. They feel different. They not only feel more manageable um, and lighter when we take a step back and give ourselves a pause, however short or long, but they really can even like change form if we are willing to look at things differently. And you know, one of my favorite quotes is by someone I've mentioned here often, Wayne Dyer, who um, has written a lot of books and he died a few years ago Um, but he was a great spiritual teacher and writer really interesting smart guy I think and one of my favorite quotes from him and he wrote a whole book around this um, concept but is when you change The way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. And I just, I have found almost nothing else to be as true as this since I first read it and started practicing it over two years ago. And it can be about anything, really. I mean, it could be, let's say that your vacation gets canceled because of COVID. So one way to look at that is my vacation got canceled. That sucks. I wanted to travel. You know, everything's so hard right now. Everyone's getting sick. COVID is so scary. It's still not under control. When is this going to end? I feel out of control. I feel frustrated. I feel scared. So what would be a way that you could change the way that you are looking at that? 
So I would say a way to change the way you're looking at that would be, okay, my vacation was canceled because of COVID concerns. What is that? Okay, how can I look at that differently? Okay, so it's an opportunity for my family to be together, but not be dealing with the pressures of travel and airplanes and staying in new places and hustling around, you know, in that way. It's an opportunity to spend less money. So save that money, invest that money. Maybe you'll have more money for your next vacation. Or maybe it's an opportunity to splurge on something fun for your house because you're not spending that money on your vacation and you're spending so much time at home. It's also an opportunity to spend more time with kids. Like, okay, you're going to be home without work. You're not going to travel. You guys can do something fun together around town. Um, It's also an opportunity to stay healthy, right? And not put yourself maybe at risk by traveling during a tenuous time. So that's an example of looking at something differently. When you change the way you look at something, then the thing you look at changes. So when you look at it through the lens of, let's say, in this case, opportunity, rather than of disappointment, you see it differently. It takes on a different shape and color. It may look in this case happier to you or more uplifting or um, more fulfilling or more calming even. It looks different depending on how you look at it. So that's really, really important in life to take the time to change the way that you are looking at things, especially things that feel hard or disappointing or frustrating or even sad, because you'll notice that when you look at them differently, when you choose a different lens to look at them through, you will feel a completely different way about them. You may feel more empowered You may feel emboldened. You may feel uplifted. You know, there are so many positive things that can come out of shifting the way you look at things. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. It's so true. So I wonder if you've ever heard of this and if you'll consider practicing it. It's such a cool, cool thing. And one of my favorite Wayne Dyer books is called Wishes Fulfilled. And I really recommend reading that. Um, And it kind of goes along with some of the law of attraction stuff I've talked about before. um, And asking for what you want. And um, I do think that changing the way you look at things is really all a part of and part and parcel with um, understanding fully that you are the creator of your own reality and that you can create your life to be whatever you want it to be, that it is within your power to create what you want. So take, take this for example. Look at your life right now whether it's an experience you've had recently or even in the last few years or something more tangible that you have, a relationship, a child, a job, 
I don't know, an item that you love, the house that's around you, the city you live in, a trip you took, anything. Look at, look at your life and think of two to three things that are significant or small, small or large, that are in your life now that you wanted one day long ago. Like five years ago, 10 years ago, even 20, 30 years ago, you said to yourself, I'm going to have that thing. I want to have that thing. And now you have it. So that's a really cool exercise because it shows you what you have already created in your life. So that when you have moments in your life where you're feeling beat down or downtrodden or less than, you know, lacking, like nothing's going for you, nothing's going your way. You look around and you see the things that you have already called into your life and created in your life and made happen for you. They are all around you. They are all around you. You know, after I got married, I had many years where I was trying to conceive and really struggled to have a baby. And it was a whole process, not as difficult of a process as many people, but um, nevertheless, long and hard and painful emotionally for me and um, somewhat physically taxing for me on my body. Um, but it was during that time that I really got clear on what I wanted. You would have thought I was very clear at the beginning that I wanted kids, but it took the focus of trying to work so actively to have a baby and it not coming easily to me that I got very, very clear on the fact that I wanted to be a mom. And I got very clear on the fact that I was going to be a mom. I am going to be a mom. I am going to have children and nothing's going to stop me. Um, And so, of course, that's something that I created in my own life. I got really focused on it, really clear. And it's something that I created that I have now that I know I had the power to do that. I made that decision and stayed the course and no, it did not happen overnight. Um, but that's an example of something that I created into my own life and made happen, you know, same with my career, um, through the years and same with my marriage and my, my house and, you know, the life that I live, everything about the life that I live, good and bad, I will say, I have created. And so I'm very aware of the fact that I'm capable of doing that for myself, that whatever it is that I want out of life, I'm capable of creating. We are capable of creating the lives that we want. It's also a reminder that, you know, the negative things in my life are also things that to some degree I have created. Now, I wouldn't say that I created a disease in my mom's body. That's not something I feel responsible for or that I brought on myself. Um, And, you know, I believe that that 
her body is her body and what's happened to her is a function of her own body, right? So I don't want to get too into that. That's, that's um, a little bit nuanced and I don't know, maybe a lot nuanced and a lot deep. But I'm pointing out that that's something negative in my life that I know I didn't create. But things that relate to my own being, right, my own body, my own being, whether it's me, you know, let's say gaining weight, I create it because I know how much junk and sugar I eat. So to a degree mixed with genetics and this and that, I helped create that. I know that that's within my power to change. Or, you know, um, what else? Any sort of challenges I have with my kids with any rage, you know, like when I get really rageful and angry at them and then we have a big knockdown drag out argument. I know that I created that with the way I reacted and responded to them. Um, and I know that it's within my control to create that with them differently, to have a different relationship with them, to respond and react differently. So those are the things I'm referring to, things in my own personal life that relate to my own immediate world, my own nuclear family under this roof and my own body. You know, I know that for better or worse, I am in control of what's going on with me. Um, some things to a larger degree, some things to a smaller degree. But I do fully believe that we are creators and that we call into our lives the things we want, the things we don't want. And it's all a matter of what we focus on. And so that goes back to one of my other favorite things that I've said many times here before, and it's always worth repeating because I love it so much. And that is that you go in the direction that you're headed. That is why it's important that you focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. You go in the direction that you're headed. That's why it's important that you focus on what you want and not on what you don't want. Does that make sense? It's almost like you're going where you're going anyway. You're moving forward. So you may as well be focused on what you want because you're going to get whatever it is you're focusing on. Do you believe that? Have you ever heard it in that way? We really want to focus on what we want. What do you want out of life? What do you want out of this day? What do you want out of this hour? What do you want out of this interaction? Focus on what you want and you will lead with that same feeling. You'll lead your life with those same intentions and emotions and things will turn out the way you want them when you are focused on what you want. You know, I talk so much about my, my parenting challenges because it is the most important thing to me and the thing I struggle with the most as well. And so let's say as it relates to that, I think about this concept a lot. What do I want out of this interaction with my kids? I want strong communication. I want them to want to talk to me and ask me questions. Um, I want to uh, be able to communicate with them without rage. You know, I want to... Um, lead with love and not fear with them, all these things. And I think about it before I 
go into interactions with them. Sometimes I do better than other times. Um, you know, I can tend to get really upset really quickly if I haven't been kind of doing all the things I need to do leading up to it. Um, you know, we all can fall apart easily if we're not taking good care of ourselves. We've got to take good care of ourselves. But I do go into interactions thinking about what I want. And very often what I focus on is something very, very simple. I want to feel good. I want to feel good. I care about feeling good. And in this moment, I'm going to care more about feeling good than I am going to care about being right. You know, there's this great saying, do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? A very smart person who's listening to this, I think, taught me that. And it is so brilliant. Do you want to be right or do you want to be happy? And when I go into interactions with my husband, with my kids, that can leave me feeling like a burning hot fire inside of my body and like I'm going to erupt into a flame ball, into a fireball cannonball firework explosion like the Aries that I am I will think to myself over and over care about feeling good care about feeling good you want to feel good you want to feel good you want to feel good more than you want to be right take a deep breath care about feeling good and I swear it helps it helps me so much calms me down it changes the way I go into the conversation You know, it turns into a conversation rather than an argument. So that's one real life example of how I really use um, that sense of, of, you know, creating my reality and really focusing on what I want and also changing the way that I'm looking at something. Because if I feel really angry about something, if I change the way I'm looking at it by saying this doesn't have to be a big deal. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. I care about feeling good. I want to get through this without it being a big deal. It's just a conversation. It's not an argument. Um, Then the things I look at change and they become so much more manageable and they also resolve themselves a lot more quickly and easily. So those are some really helpful tools that I think are game changers, game changers. And lastly, today, I just want to point out that as you change the way that you look at things or start thinking about this or continue to do it or do it even more, um, that I want to point out and remind you that there are so many amazing gifts around you and around us all of the time. And that when you stop to pay attention and to welcome them in and to look at them and experience them, you'll become more aware every time of the little things that add up to be big things that are really gifts and blessings in your life on a daily basis. It's so easy to move quickly as we do in our lives and pass by things and barely acknowledge that they've happened or that they maybe were some sort of serendipitous um, occurrence or some kind of amazing 
thing that crossed our paths just for us right at the right time. Have you ever heard it said that there are no coincidences? You know that we're moving along these paths and having these experiences exactly as they're meant to happen. You know, they lay this groundwork and form these uh, quilts sort of in our lives, these beautiful, textured, colorful, woven roads that we're on. It all unfolds the way it does for us. There's no mistake about that. But you've got to keep your eyes open. And when you keep your eyes open, you really will start noticing all of the many wonderful things that can happen in your life. And they can be small and they can be big. You know, I mean, just yesterday I was at the grocery store. It was a Monday morning. You know, Monday mornings can be a little rough, even though I took my kids to their first full day of school. So I was happy about that. But, you know, Monday morning grocery shopping, not very exciting, getting the week going. And I happened to turn down the cereal aisle at random time and bump into a random woman who came up to me and said, excuse me, I'm leaving the grocery store right now and I can't use this coupon. And I wondered if you want it. Which, you know, you you could look at that in a couple ways. One, why is this stranger talking to me? We're in a pandemic. Two, is this a crazy person? Why is she stopping me in the cereal aisle? Um, Or three, why is she handing me a coupon? But instead, I was open to hearing her, listening to what she said. I thanked her very much for the coupon. And guess what, guys? That was $10 off my grocery order. $10 off. $10 is $10 that I got for free because some nice lady stopped me in the aisle and I was open to listening to her and I chose to look at it in a really positive way and I happened to be there at the time when she was giving it away, which is so cool, you know, and then I got outside and I was unloading my groceries and right when I was done, this nice guy came up and said, can I take your cart for you and just took it from me. Um, and put it away for me. So one, this is a nice example that there's kindness everywhere and there are nice people everywhere and we don't want to just experience them. We want to be them, right? We want to offer kindness to other people and pay it forward. But it's also that just to, to remember, to notice there are these little things all around you all the time that are happening, whether, whether you find a $20 bill on the floor of a cab You know, like I once did in New York City when I really needed the cash. (laughs) Um, Or, you know, someone offering you some random act of kindness. Or, you know, you getting lucky that the light turns green right when you show up. Or that you are lucky that, you know, the flight was delayed when you're trying to catch it from a second flight that you were delayed on. Um these things, these things that aren't really coincidences, they are fortunate events in your life. They are fortunate events that if you pay attention and you change the way you look at things are happening all the time. So change the way you look at things and the things you look at change and you see that your life is full 
of fortunate events and blessings and gifts and glittery sprinkles of goodness along with the challenges that you face because we all face them because we're living life, right? And life has challenges, but stop and pay attention. And I really think you'll start noticing these things that come into your life that are so fortunate and so fun and wonderful when you change the way you look at things. So I hope that you've enjoyed this and that it's helpful to you, that you take a little time for yourself today, as I've done today out on this screen porch. You may have heard the birds. You may hear my neighbor's air conditioning. It is 100 degrees in North Carolina. We're ready for a little break in this hot weather, um, which maybe September will bring. So thank you for being here. I'll be back with you again soon. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe to the podcast, share it with people who you think would enjoy it, leave a review, and um, I'll be back with you soon. Bye.